The following program is sponsored by Channel Mom Media. The show made for moms and families. It's Channel Mom. My name is Jenny, and I'm a mom, but I once lived a more glamorous life as a TV reporter. I was on the nightly news interviewing pop stars and politicians. So when I left TV to become a full-time mother, I quickly found out what we moms are up against. Our world glorifies the rich and famous. For what? I say let's honor the moms who are raising this world's next generation. It's Channel Mom Radio with Jenny Dean Schmidt. We're here for you. Oh, boy, are we ever... Welcome to Channel Mom. I am Jenny. And you know, if you want help with any of your relationships today, maybe with your kids, your spouse, your friends, your extended family, you should stay tuned because today we're going to tell you about the seven laws of love. I bet you didn't know there were seven laws of love. We're going to talk about it with the author of the book by that title and so much interesting information and kind of almost cheerleading, but insight into the laws of love and how it works and maybe some help for your own relationships and how to build a stronger relationship uh, through it. But first, I will not be able to get out of the studio today without a little Broncos love. This is my first time on the air since the big game, so I knew that I had to mention it. Uh, my family lives here in the foothills outside of Denver, and I know we have a number of folks who live in to, li, listen to us nationally, uh, and we will bring in more folks like that because of our guest today. But I, <laughs> it was a super exciting weekend because the Broncos won and are headed to Super Bowl 50. So I just, it was, it was a lot of happiness for a lot of our friends. Now I grew up in Minnesota, so deep down, first and foremost, I'm a Minnesota Vikings fan, but. Second, I'm a Broncos fan, so it was really, really cool uh, to have our state so happy after that win. I also have to briefly mention this story. I don't know if you've heard this, but moms in one part of the world are being asked to stop having babies until 2018. No babies for two years. It's all because of the, I think it's the Zika virus, but it might be the Zika virus, a mosquito-borne illness linked to severe brain damage in infants. El Salvador is the nation that has asked its women to stop getting pregnant, pregnant according to New York Times reports. Um, Zika has been linked to a rare condition that causes incomplete brain development in infants. Um, one person told me that maybe their heads are a little bit smaller when they're born. There was an outbreak of the virus in Brazil. Nearly 4,000 children have been born with the condition. But just so weird, as a mother, I cannot imagine if if somebody had come up to me in my early 30s when I began having babies and said, yeah, sorry, you can't have any babies for two years. I just I, and, and I've got to believe that El Salvador, somebody can correct me if I'm wrong about this, is a, is a Catholic country. So I, I just I can't even imagine. And, and the other thing that makes me sad about this is it's it's interrupting the life cycle. And like, you, you, sorry, but you can't give birth. And it, oh, what a mom topic. Just think about that. I, I'm blessed that I already had my kids. OK, now on to a happier topic it's called love. We have with us today pastor, blogger, the author of The Seven Laws of Love, Essential Principles for Building Stronger Relationships. He runs a website with his wife, Ashley, at StrongerMarriages.org. You can also find him at Dave Willis. And I hope I'm saying that right. Who can correct me if I'm wrong? DaveWillis.org, spelled W-I-L-L-I-S. Welcome, Dave Willis, to Channel Mom. 
Hey, thank you, Jenny. It's a, it's a pleasure to be here. Go Broncos. I'm excited <laughs> for you guys, and it's a, it's an honor to be here. Thank you. Now, are you an Atlanta fan? You know, I, I am, but I'm not originally from Georgia. I yeah. grew up in Kentucky where we can't even spell football. So, <laughs> like, I had to just kind of pick some teams as I went. But I, I like I like Atlanta. But I was pulling for the Broncos that game. Oh, good. I think most okay. of America was. Okay, and yeah. I, I'm going to make some Patriots fans mad here. But right <laughs> after the Broncos won, I said, cheaters lose, cheaters lose. <laughs> well, Peyton, Peyton just gives hopes to, hope to old guys like me. Yes, yes. Like a more go old guys. <laughs> exactly. My husband would agree with you on that. My husband is a former college football player, so he totally feels that way. All righty. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to quote something from kind of the beginning of your book and something that you also said in your your press release. But um, this is this is how Dave Willis starts out in his book, The Seven Laws of Love. And I really want this to be an encouragement to moms and their families today because he, he's here to talk to you about the things that work and don't work in your relationships. And, and he's, he's studied this and, and how you can go at love. And he says, in our fast-paced culture, we're all tempted to chase stuff that doesn't matter. And I think so many people get to the end of their day or the end of their life and think, what have I been doing? The, the, the thing that matters most to me is all, all my people, all the people in my life. And, and we have a sex or, yeah, we have a sex obsessed culture. That's true. But we have a success obsessed culture. We have a status obsessed culture, fame obsessed, body obsessed. The list goes on and on. And these things cut into love, in my opinion. So talk a little bit about that and, and why you started the book by saying that. Yeah, absolutely. I started the book by saying that because we're so wrapped up in this wrong view of what really matters that we don't even see we're stuck in it any more than a, than a fish knows that it's wet. It's just yeah. the world that it's in. And and our world has taken love and taken relationships and just tried to kind of redefine it through the lens of this kind of very self-focused and superficial way to where we're not really in love relationships, I mean, some of us are. I mean, I'm not saying across the board, but our culture is trying to program us to enter into relationships kind of consumer-driven, almost like every relationship is is networking-based. And networking is just where I do something nice for you and then you do something nice for me. Yeah. And love is so much bigger than that. I mean, love puts the other person first. And you were exactly right what you said about when we get to the end of our life, looking back, relationships are all that's going to matter. And and, uh, and as a pastor, I spend a lot of time around people who are near the end of their life, and that is exactly true for every one of us. When we get to the end, looking back, you know, our careers, our golf score, our money, our, all these things that, not that they're unimportant, but they're going to seem so insignificant compared to our relationships. And so I, I just want us all to be reminded, myself included, that that's what's going to matter at the end. And so let's not wait until the end to live our life in light of what really does matter the most, which is relationships. Yeah, and I feel that for moms because I think, you know, I definitely have many moments where I've just completely soaked in my kids and soaked in the love I have for them and what they have for me. But I've also had many moments of stress and tension and, and worry and freaking out about this or that or getting angry with them for trivial things. And, and I so want moms to be able to listen today and, and, and get kind of reset um, with a little reset button to say, oh, I have to have uh, that perspective that that the thing that matters most to me is is the love I have for my kids and the kid the love my kids have for me and and for my spouse and and you know a lot of single moms out there as well but 
um, I, I want this to be a reset for moms today. I'm not lecturing them, but I want them to get that. You say we've been conditioned to value possessions over people, status over relationships, and ourselves over God. We live in the era of selfies. So are we up against it in getting people to kind of turn back to, to these seven laws of love and that love matters most? Well, I think that deep down we still know this. We still get that love matters most, but our world is, is so fast-moving, and, and things like you know the selfies and the social media are great, great tools. I mean, I'm on there all the time, way more than I, I should be probably. It's a great tool to stay connected to people who live far away. It's, it's a great way to share some of our lives with the world, but it also tempts us to, to think of think of the world as a reality show about ourselves where we're posting this highlight reel of ourselves online and doing that instead of living real and meaningful life behind the scenes. And really, life really happens behind the scenes. It happens away from the selfies. It happens in those moments that don't always end up on Instagram or Facebook. And just the encouragement of, number one, not feeling like you got to compare your life to everybody else's when you're scrolling through other people's highlight reels because they're only showing the good stuff. Yeah. And everybody has struggles, so don't feel like you're the only one. We all have struggles. But just to be willing to turn off the electronics every now and then. And this, I'm talking to myself here. I, I got to the point where I thought, you know what? My kids right now, primary memories of me is going to be the top of my head while I'm staring at my phone if I'm not careful. Yeah. So I've got to be willing to turn this stuff off and be fully engaged when I'm with them because those are the moments that are going to matter most. Whoever I'm texting, whatever I'm doing online, that is so much less important than being fully present in this moment with my family. And I think the more we can remind ourselves of that, the more life's going to come into focus. Yeah, I agree. I think I think we could ask ourselves a question. I do this sometimes, not not often enough. But, w- but let's say I'm driving somewhere and listening to something, or I'm sitting at my computer and, and doing some work, or I'm texting somebody. I do sometimes get back to that question, which is, is this a loving thing? Is this about loving somebody? Or is this about proving myself or making myself look better? Or is this about my pride? Or You know what I mean? And and that helps me uh, recenter back to, to what matters. We only have a couple of minutes left in, in this segment. But, but I do, I think that it is hard in this culture, as I said, in the era of selfies and the era of comparison. I, I think this stuff is inter. um, interfering with our ability to love pastor i i see that um facebook i mean i get on facebook and i i almost start to sob because i think (laughs) everyone has a nicer house than me everyone has you know more beautiful clothes than me everybody looks better everyone's going to tahiti for vacation what's my problem (laughs) you know everyone's succeeding and so i think it makes it hard to love other people when we feel like we're not measuring up to them um, so, so in the, the last minute or two of this segment, talk a little bit about that. How do, how are we interrupting love with our current culture? Well, I think that's part of it. I think that comparison trap game is just toxic. I mean, it really, really is. And it's, it's also not even reality. You know, what we see, you know, scrolling through social media where most of us spend way too much time, it's, it's not reality because other people, they're not sharing their struggles there and, and we're tempted to not share ours as well. And so yeah. I would say, you know, just be willing to pull away from that a little bit more and say real life, what matters most is just these moments that I'm having face-to-face with the people that I love. In the end, that's what's going to matter. It's not going to be how many likes or shares I got on social media with that post, but it is going to be those moments that I was fully engaged with the people who I love and who love me and how I invested into them in a way that helped shape their life, the ways that they helped shape my life. 
Yeah. Um, that's really what it's about. And, and I think that we lose sight of that because in our world, we want things that are measurable. You know, dollars are measurable. You know, likes on social media are measurable. It's, sometimes it's hard to gauge how we're doing as a mom or a dad or a husband or a wife. Right. Because uh, there's not a scorecard. There's not like at a playoff football game, you know, a big a big scoreboard. We know exactly how we're doing. Like, am I winning at this or not? Right. And so need- I have to interrupt yeah. you because we've got to go to break really quick. Um, you're right. And I, and I think we look for those accolades through those measurements like likes and dollar signs and cars and houses. Um, and, and you're so right. We're going to talk about some of the laws coming back. Things like commitment and grace and fear, believe it or not. So we'll return and talk a little bit more with the author of The Seven Laws of Love to help you right here on Channel Mom Radio. Need an excuse to drive a few miles to a beautiful place with delicious food? Let me tell you about one of my favorite places to eat in Colorado. Down home, good cooking, old school, and family friendly, it's the Cutthroat Cafe. Chick Thomas is one of those guys who's created an eating establishment where customers feel like family. Nestled in Bailey, Colorado, next to a sparkling river and national forest, enjoy a getaway to the Cutthroat Cafe on your way to Breckenridge, just off Highway 285 in Bailey, Colorado. Hey, this is Jenny from Channel Mom, and if you'd like a savvy real estate tip for winter, listen to Michelle Walters. If you're thinking about buying a home, now is a great time to start. The Fed is probably going to raise interest rates continually over the next few months, so get that mortgage rate locked in now. Awesome advice. Hey, if you want to check out Michelle, go to SuburbanDenverProperties.com. That's SuburbanDenverProperties.com, where she makes it her mission to find you your real dream home. It's Channel Mom Radio with Jenny Dean Schmidt. We're here for you. Oh boy, are we ever. Welcome to Channel Mom. I am Jenny. And you know, if you want help with any of your relationships today, maybe with your kids, your spouse, your friends, your extended family, you should stay tuned. Because today we're going to tell you about the seven laws of love. I bet you didn't know there were seven laws of love. We're going to talk about it with the author of the book by that title and so much interesting information and kind of almost cheerleading, but insight into the laws of love and how it works and maybe some help for your own relationships and how to build a stronger relationship uh, through it. But first, I will not be able to get out of the studio today without a little Broncos love. This is my first time on the air since the big game, so I knew that I had to mention it. Uh, my family lives here in the foothills outside of Denver, and I know we have a number of folks who live in to, li, listen to us nationally, uh, and we will bring in more folks like that because of our guest today. But I, <laughs> it was a super exciting weekend because the Broncos won and are headed to Super Bowl 50. So I just, it was, it was a lot of happiness for a lot of our friends. Now I grew up in Minnesota, so deep down, first and foremost, I'm a Minnesota Vikings fan, but. Second, I'm a Broncos fan, so it was really, really cool uh, to have our state so happy after that win. I also have to briefly mention this story. I don't know if you've heard this, but moms in one part of the world are being asked to stop having babies until 2018. No babies for two years. It's all because of the, I think it's the Zika virus, but it might be the Zika virus, a mosquito-borne illness linked to severe brain damage in infants El Salvador is the nation that has asked its women to stop getting pregnant, according to New York Times reports. Um, Zika has been linked to a rare condition that causes incomplete brain development in infants. 
Um, one person told me that maybe their heads are a little bit smaller when they're born. There was an outbreak of the virus in Brazil. Nearly 4,000 children have been born with the condition. But just so weird, as a mother, I cannot imagine if if somebody had come up to me in my early 30s when I began having babies and said, yeah, sorry, you can't have any babies for two years. I just I, and, and I've got to believe that El Salvador, somebody can correct me if I'm wrong about this, is a, is a Catholic country. So I, I just, I can't even imagine. And, and the other thing that makes me sad about this is it's, it's interrupting the life cycle. And like, you, you, I'm sorry, but you can't give birth. And it, oh, what a mom topic. Just think about that. I, I'm blessed that I already had my kids. Okay, now on to a happier topic it's called love. We have with us today pastor, blogger, the author of The Seven Laws of Love, Essential Principles for Building Stronger Relationships. He runs a website with his wife, Ashley, at StrongerMarriages.org. You can also find him at Dave Willis. And I hope I'm saying that right. He can correct me if I'm wrong. DaveWillis.org, spelled W-I-L-L-I-S. Welcome, Dave Willis, to Channel Mom. Hey, thank you, Jenny. It's a, it's a pleasure to be here. Go Broncos. I'm excited <laughs> for you guys, and it's, a, it's an honor to be here. Thank you. Now, are you an Atlanta fan? You know, I, I am, but I'm not originally from Georgia. I yeah. grew up in Kentucky where we can't even spell football. So, <laughs> like, I had to just kind of pick some teams as I went. But I, I like I like Atlanta. But I was pulling for the Broncos that game. Oh, good. I think most okay. of America was. Okay, and yeah. I, I'm i going to make some Patriots fans mad here. But right <laughs> after the Broncos won, I said, cheaters lose, cheaters lose. <laughs> well, Peyton, Peyton just gives hope to, hope to old guys like me. Yes, yes. Like more go old guys. <laughs> exactly. My husband would agree with you on that. My husband is a former college football player, so he totally feels that way. All righty. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to quote something from kind of the beginning of your book and something that you also said in your your press release. But um, this is this is how Dave Willis starts out in his book, The Seven Laws of Love. And I really want this to be an encouragement to moms and their families today because he, he's here to talk to you about the things that work and don't work in your relationships. And, and he's, he's studied this and, and how you can go at love. And he says, in our fast-paced culture, we're all tempted to chase stuff that doesn't matter. And I think so many people get to the end of their day or the end of their life and think, what have I been doing? The, the, the thing that matters most to me is all, all my people, all the people in my life. And, and we have a sex or, yeah, we have a sex obsessed culture. That's true. But we have a success obsessed culture. We have a status obsessed culture, fame obsessed, body obsessed. The list goes on and on. And these things cut into love, in my opinion. So talk a little bit about that and, and why you started the book by saying that. Yeah, absolutely. I started the book by saying that because we're so wrapped up in this wrong view of what really matters that we don't even see we're stuck in it any more than a, than a fish knows that it's wet. It's just yeah. the world that it's in. And and our world has taken love and taken relationships and just tried to kind of redefine it through the lens of this kind of very self-focused and superficial way to where we're not really in love relationships, I mean, we, some of us are. I mean, I'm not saying across the board, but our culture is trying to program us to enter into relationships kind of consumer-driven, almost like every relationship is, is networking-based. And networking is just where I do something nice for you and then you do something nice for me. Yeah. And love is so much bigger than that. I mean, love puts the other person first. And you were exactly right what you said about when we get to the end of our life, looking back, relationships are all that's going to matter. And and, uh, and as a pastor, I spend a lot of time around people who are near the end of their life, and that is exactly true for every one of us. When we get to the end looking back, 
you know, our careers, our golf score, our money, our, all these things that, not that they're unimportant, but they're going to seem so insignificant compared to our relationships. And so I, I just want us all to be reminded, myself included, that that's what's going to matter at the end. And so let's not wait until the end to live our life in light of what really does matter the most, which is relationships. Yeah, and I feel that for moms because I think, you know, I definitely have many moments where I've just completely soaked in my kids and soaked in the love I have for them and what they have for me. But I've also had many moments of stress and tension and and worry and freaking out about this or that or getting angry with them for trivial things. And and I so want moms to be able to listen today and 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 get kind of reset um, with a little reset button to say, oh, I, I have to have. Uh, that perspective that, that the thing that matters most to me is, is the love I have for my kids and the kid, the love my kids have for me and, and for my spouse and, and, you know, a lot of single moms out there as well. But, um, I, I want this to be a reset for moms today. I'm not lecturing them, but I want them to get that. You say we've been conditioned to value possessions over people, status over relationships and ourselves over God. We live in the era of selfies. So are we up against it in getting people to kind of turn back to, to these seven laws of love and that love matters most? Well, I think that deep down we still know this. We still get that love matters most. But our world is, is so fast-moving, and, and things like you know the selfies and the social media are great, great tools. I mean, I'm on there all the time, way more than I, I should be probably. It's a great tool to stay connected to people who live far away. It's, it's a great way to share some of our lives with the world. But it also tempts us to, to think of think of the world as a reality show about ourselves where we're posting this highlight reel of ourselves online and doing that instead of living real and meaningful life behind the scenes. And really, life really happens behind the scenes. It happens away from the selfies. It happens in those moments that don't always end up on Instagram or Facebook. And just the encouragement of, number one, not feeling like you got to compare your life to everybody else's when you're scrolling through other people's highlight reels because they're only showing the good stuff. Yeah. And everybody has struggles, so don't feel like you're the only one. We all have struggles. But just to be willing to turn off the electronics every now and then. And this, I'm talking to myself here. I, I got to the point where I thought, you know what? My kids right now, primary memories of me is going to be the top of my head while I'm staring at my phone if I'm not careful. Yeah. So I've got to be willing to turn this stuff off and be fully engaged when I'm with them because those are the moments that are going to matter most. What, whoever I'm texting, whatever I'm doing online, that is so much less important than being fully present in this moment with my family. And I think the more we can remind ourselves of that, the more life's going to come into focus. Yeah, I agree. I think I think we could ask ourselves a question. I do this sometimes, not not often enough. But, but let's say I'm driving somewhere and listening to something or I'm sitting at my computer and and doing some work or I'm texting somebody. I do sometimes get back to that question, which is, is this a loving thing? Is this about loving somebody or is this about proving myself or making myself look better or is this about my pride or you know what I mean? And and that helps me uh, recenter back to, to what matters. We only have a couple of minutes left in, in this segment, but but I do. I think that it is hard in this culture as I said, in the era of selfies and the era of comparison, I, I think this stuff is inter, um, interfering with our ability to love, Pastor. I, I see that um, Facebook, I mean, I get on Facebook and I I almost start to sob 
because I think everyone has a nicer house than me. Everyone has, you know, more beautiful clothes than me. Everybody looks better. Everyone's going to Tahiti for vacation. What's my problem? You know, everyone's succeeding. And so I think it makes it hard to love other people when we feel like we're not measuring up to them. Um, so, so in the, the last minute or two of this segment, talk a little bit about that. How do, how are we interrupting love with our current culture? Well, I think that's part of it. I think that comparison trap game is just toxic. I mean, it really, really is. And it's it's also not even reality. You know, what we see, you know, scrolling through social media where most of us spend way too much time, it's it's not reality because other people, they're not sharing their struggles. They're in, and we're tempted to not share ours as well. And so yeah. I would say, you know, just be willing to pull away from that a little bit more and say real life, what matters most is just these moments that I'm having face-to-face with the people that I love, in the end, that's what's going to matter. It's not going to be how many likes or shares I got on social media with that post, but it is going to be those moments that I was fully engaged with the people who I love and who love me and how I invested into them in a way that helped shape their life, the ways that they helped shape my life. Um, That's really what it's about, And, and I think that we lose sight of that because in our world, we want things that are measurable. You know, dollars are measurable. You know, likes on social media are measurable. It's sometimes it's hard to gauge how we're doing as a mom or a dad or a husband or a wife. Right. Because uh, there's not a scorecard. There's not like at a playoff football game, you know, a big a big scoreboard. We know exactly how we're doing. Like, am I winning at this or not? Right. And but so need- I have to interrupt yeah. you because we've got to go to break really quick. Um, you're right. And I, and I think we look for those accolades through those measurements like likes and dollar signs and cars and houses. Um, and, and you're so right. We're going to talk about some of the laws coming back. Things like commitment and grace and fear, believe it or not. So we'll return and talk a little bit more with the author of The Seven Laws of Love to help you right here on Channel Mom Radio. An excuse to drive a few miles to a beautiful place with delicious food. Let me tell you about one of my favorite places to eat in Colorado. Down home, good cooking, old school, and family friendly. It's the Cutthroat Cafe. Chick Thomas is one of those guys who's created an eating establishment where customers feel like family. Nestled in Bailey, Colorado, next to a sparkling river and national forest, enjoy a getaway to the Cutthroat Cafe on your way to Breckenridge, just off Highway 285 in Bailey, Colorado. If you enjoy what you hear on Channel Mom Radio, and if you believe the media should be doing more to support moms and encourage families, then why don't you come alongside the efforts of Channel Mom? We'd like to offer you our partner package today. We'll send you a Channel Mom's Best Tips for Moms, as well as a beautiful bling t-shirt when you sign up to be a partnering monthly donor at ChannelMom.com. We live in a world that demeans the importance of moms and belittles the value of family. Research shows the family is breaking down in America. But Channel Mom aims to stop the family breakdown, starting with the moms. We depend on our donors to help us, to put this show on the air, and to do outreach for mothers on the ground, supporting them in their parenting, marriages, addiction issues, and more. So become a Channel Mom partner today and be a part of the change you want to see for mothers and families. Just go to ChannelMom.com and click on Give to CM and you'll see our donate button there. From the moms at Channel Mom, thank you. And may God bless each mom and her family. <laughs> 